0: Do you struggle with low self-confidence? Has there been times when you had let go of opportunities because you were not sure if you are good enough or felt really anxious because you were not confident? Well, a lot of people feel that way. Are there ways that you can overcome this lack of confidence rapidly? Yes, there are. And if you'd like to learn, you are in for a treat because today our guest is going to share some practical tips to feel more confident instantly. So let's learn from her. Welcome to Happy and Healthy Mind Program 126. Today, our guest is Tamara Fug. She is Swiss fun and confidence coach. This little nagging voice in your head that can, can be quite annoying. When you get coached by her, you'll have this little voice under control so that you can finally accept and love yourself and have fun and uncomplicated life. Tamara has been a teacher to a marketing manager to a life coach, and she has coached about 1,500 people, overcome self-doubt, and be confident in life. And I'm your host, Dr. Rosina Lakhani. I help leaders reverse burnout using their own digital markers. I've been helping people come out of severe depression and anxiety or last 26 years as a psychiatrist. And I realized that the root cause of many of both mental and physical illnesses is chronic stress. Therefore, I focus on helping you eliminate stress-induced burnout and develop mental resilience so you can live your best life with hope, health, and happiness. If you like this content, please share with others. But if you need medical advice, please consult your healthcare professional. All right. So let's jump in. Tamra, thank you so much for joining us today all the way from Geneva, Switzerland.
1: Yes. Thank you so much for having me, Dr. Rosina. It's, uh, It's a pleasure and an honor.
0: Thank you so much. You're welcome. You're welcome. And so tell me, how did this topic become important for you? How was your life before you applied some of the tools that you're going to teach us today?
1: yeah for sure and I think you know you know best as a doctor that I think it's important also to go to some place we want to take our clients you know so we really know where they start and what they want instead you know where they want to go so I was really you know like seeking back then approval and yeah like uh, validation from other people and then I got coached a lot and I still get coached because I think everybody needs the doctor and the coach you know we cannot have like a brain surgeon we cannot have surgery on our own brain so is really like coaching really helped me because uh, it's really focusing on what we're thinking which i think our thinking create our life so if we want something to be different which here it's like feeling less insecure and beating ourselves up consistently you can get coached on this and yeah, get coached on what you're thinking and choose to think something else instead
0: wonderful so you were you were feeling self-doubt yourself before yeah. and you realize how important it was because you were losing some opportunities?
1: Yes, exactly. Yes, exactly. And feeling like not good enough. You mentioned it also, you know, and this is so hard because just imagine how you're showing up when you feel like you're not good enough. You you want validation, approval, and yeah, you don't seize opportunities and seize, you know, the day when you feel like so insecure, you know, and you feel like not good enough. And then, yeah, I really got coached on also. I love um, thinking that, like um, confidence and actually feeling good enough is a choice we make not only like it's not a destination we can just choose but it's we have to cultivate it you know but this is what coaching aye,
0: is aye, all about <laughs> yeah and we'd love to learn some of the tools how to do that but tell tell me like how is life different once you develop this
1: yes it's such a good question because i think what is amazing and why I love to focus on confidence, because I started coaching like weight loss, productivity, dating, you know, all of it. But I do believe that deep down, it goes down to self-worth and what we give ourselves, you know, permission to to believe about ourselves, that we are worthy, you know, and then there will never be enough people that will make us, uh, you know, feel worthy if we don't give ourselves this approval and validation we want from others. So, yeah. But to answer your question, I think that confidence impacts so much all of our life, because when when you feel confident and you have your own back it doesn't matter what life throws at you you know you can handle anything like you have it under control you know because you have your reaction your emotion your thoughts under control and i think and this is what i love sharing with other people i think this is what i truly found and i'm helping people with this i believe in it that we all seek you know this genuine emotional peace and freedom you know that again no matter what we feel what's happening we can handle it because we we have it under control. We have our life under control, you know? Wonderful,
0: wonderful. <laughs> yeah, so let's teach some of the tools to our audience. When you said how, you know, you can feel more confident instantly, can you give us some tip? How can I? Oh, 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 oh.
1: <laughs> this is my favorite part. I love it. So the first thing, you know, and we mentioned it, I love to use also what the amazing host that you are like shared about feeling not good enough. You know, we have 60,000 subs per day, everyone, and I'm not good enough. It's actually just a thought, but we believe it to be true. And again, we act on it. Like we show up in a world, you can just imagine, in, a world, in the world, you can just imagine somebody walking down the street and interacting with people, just thinking that they're not good enough. It's like so much, uh, it's impacting really like our day-to-day life. So the very first thing that I think, I wish somebody would tell me that at school, this is what we should learn at school, is not to believe everything we think. Because we have so many thoughts and we really act on them. But when you think about it, like I'm not good enough, it's just a thought. It doesn't matter until we believe it to be true, you know, and then again, we act on it. But just the first step always, it's to really like observe ourselves thinking, which I think this is what makes us the only species that was able to get like stay alive, you know, and not uh, disappear. It's because we can think about our thinking, but we need to really use it even like more than ever to not believe everything we think and just question it. And see that it's just a sort like I'm not good enough. It's not necessarily true. Why do people think that they're good enough and others? This is why it's not true, you know. It's just right, you know, no right.
0: so let's kind of make it a little more practical and let's like you know, use me as a case study. So let's say and I had to go through this multiple times myself because you know whether it was writing the book or starting the podcast or going on the stage to speak or even you know getting through the medical school or residency like everywhere you need to have the confidence to be able to present if you don't believe in yourself then you can't you know other others would also not believe in you but it is very common when you're doing the f- something for the first time. That's yes. it. You, you, let's say using the example of uh, if you're going on the stage to speak you know, the first time, those self-doubt thoughts are normal. Yes. Um, you have not tested if you're actually good enough on something. So how do you, because there's some truth to it, right? You're not sure if you'd be a good speaker, you're not sure if you're going to be able to talk confidently in front of people. So let's say, imagine that I am the first time going on the stage and to give a speech, how how can I prepare myself or get over this self-doubt?
1: Yes, of course. And I think, you know, self-doubt back then, it's uh, like our brain is still, you know, this kind of primitive brain that just wants to keep us alive so it is going to tell you basically your brain when it's offering self doubt and fear going on stage for this example it's because it's thinking the brain is thinking that we are going to die you know so it's telling you do not go on stage but today it's just not as useful because we're not gonna get eaten by a lion you know so the first thing to do with the example that you shared for me how i would approach this is first to identify just one thought i believe that our emotions come from what we're thinking. So if we feel self-doubt, let's just point that we don't have to be overwhelmed and make it just also fun process to point out that one thing we're thinking, like for example, I'm not going to be good enough. And in that moment, this is already like we label, also we, more, we are more comfortable with what we know. So I know this is what I'm thinking that create the self-doubt right before going on stage. And then validate it like this is a thought, like getting more familiar with it, like sending love to this thought. And then like questioning, but maybe it's not true. Maybe what is good enough also, it's in the eyes of people, you know, when you play a bit with the thought. And then as with the same idea, how do I want to feel on purpose, you know? Because I believe, again, that our thought create our emotions. So if I want to feel confident, of course, it needs to be something that is uh, believable, you know? But maybe something like, I'm going to do it and see how it goes. Or other people have done it. Or it can be like, you just need to try thoughts like, clothes you know something you're trying on and see if it really feels confident but this is just easy ways to do it first really to label like to know what we're thinking that create the self-doubt very practically as you said probably i've never done it before i think this is a good thought you know i've never done it before it creates self-doubt and just say like yeah i've never done it before and it's just a thought you know and not believing it and then okay i want to feel confident what can I think? This is gonna be fun, you know. But I think this is a choice that we make. Every cho- every thought is optional, so this is. But this is what we do also in coaching, so to right. train right. the right. brain, you know. Right.
0: <laughs> so let me bring another common thing. Let's say, if you like a, a lot of patients I see, a lot of especially young people, they feel like if they make a blunder of themselves, like, and then people are going to mock them and they are going to be you know laughing stock and, and you know and so they would feel embarrassed and so that would increase their s- self doubt and so what would you say to that person who is first time going to speak and and many times you know the kids would not speak in front of the class because of that fear or would not yeah. speak in the what if something wrong comes out of my mouth what if I make a fool out of myself what if I say something stupid and so yeah. what would you tell that person to overcome that kind of fear
1: yeah and I think it's you know it's so good that you give um, like practical examples so we can really picture ourselves you know in real life and in this moment the thing that I would love to talk about, like with like these people about is really to like fear All of these emotions self-doubt as we saw before they are basically like created in our mind so i like i believe just because then it's more empowering then we have more power over them so what if actually fear or feeling embarrassed or feeling self-doubt like it's not a problem we can feel an emotion process it for 90 seconds it's very uncomfortable but it's also i think a skill that we can learn to develop not to resist it and i think the most important here not to make it mean that something's wrong or that it's going to go like bad or like somebody will mock us. Like, I think this is where I like also to focus on what's in our control. You know, what people will say, we do our best, you know, like to show up as the best like version of ourselves in that moment, the confident one, but we do what we can from where we are, which is controlling our emotions by processing the uncomfortable negative ones, such as self-doubt, embarrassed, and not making it mean something's wrong. It's just our brain that is on survival mode, and it's just meaning well, you know, and really send love to the fear. And then, yeah, really like focus on what we want to feel instead in that moment, because I think you can still make an amazing and, you know, best because you wrote these books and all of this, but you can still achieve amazing success in your life while having, you know, a lot of self-doubt, feeling embarrassed. I think we all feel it all the time. I think this would be more like true to share you know than saying that successful people feel amazing all the time it's not true i believe that we all have a human brain that will still offer horrible like very annoying thoughts Mm -hmm.
0: so feel the fear and do it anyway
1: yeah i I think no what do you (laughs) think? yeah
0: (laughs) uh, i I love that book and uh, that that way of thinking feel the fear because it's a signal it's an emotional signal Mm. it's going to pass and if What I say is like, if your purpose is bigger than the problem, then you can overcome. Yeah, it's true. So you focus on the purpose and then you say, okay, yeah, I feel fear. And then that is a chance of, you know, you stumbling on your words or you forgetting things. Yeah, But if you never try, then you're never going to succeed.
1: Yeah. And I think, you know, when you mentioned it, it's talking also about like people who want to, they're really perfectionists. Like often, you know, we want things to be perfect, but I think with COVID and everything, and we talked about it before, but I think people crave authenticity, you know, real, like, of course, people are going to mock us or if we stumble. But I think we don't have to make it mean that something's wrong with us. I think we can all be examples of just being authentic, true, and it means making mistakes sometimes. I think we all just need a bit of loose, you know, relax and not taking it so serious, you know, I think.
0: So taking the fun approach saying <laughs> okay if i do mistake um i'll still have fun. Yeah um, i think I no. Have, <laughs> have other people if i if i do that you know i'd be able to shine and bring, give my best to the world. Yeah and so, so let's see if somebody has had an experience where they were in a situation like that. So when i was 19 and i got on the stage and i totally blanked out. Mm. And it's like I, I, I was supposed to give 15 minutes speech and I started my first sentence and then I totally zoned, you know, zoned out, like not zoned out, like totally blanked out. And my mind could not think about what was my next sentence I was supposed to say. And I just said, thank you and sat down. So my 15 minute speech became 15 seconds. Mm. <laughs> and it was it was embarrassing i was laughing about it It was very embarrassing and it was very hard to overcome that negative experience mm. to get the confidence again to be the speaker again and so mm. if somebody did have a negative experience like that how do you help them overcome because you know it's it's true it has happened and so there's a chance that it may happen again And so, of course, that is going to be this fear. How would you help that person overcome um, that fear? What if I'm going to forget or like, you know, and and I'm totally going to, again, make a fool out of myself. I have done that before. And so I don't want to do that again. My reputation is on stake. What would you tell that person?
1: Yeah, and first, congrats on going when you were 19. It's amazing. I was not doing this when I was 19, I can assure you. (laughs) But to answer your question, I think the first thing, and it's so important, you know, we mentioned emotions and thoughts, it's not to identify ourselves, like, labor ourselves with our experiences, or behaviors. I believe we are not our thoughts, we are not our emotions, we are not our experiences. Like, what is interesting, it's really, not really about what happened in the past, no matter what um, next story we have that we are so afraid it may happen again, but it's really the story we tell ourselves again uh, about it, like that, what we make it mean, you know, that maybe it's not for us, maybe... Like, yeah, maybe I'm not good enough because I was not good. But if you take just this event by itself, I believe in this kind of small events, the really the past exists only in the socks that we have about it. So it is a choice that we make consciously to use it to beat ourselves up, such as, yeah, anyway, I'm not good for this, and we're gonna like prove it true. You know, the brain is very efficient. So if we think I'm not good for this, it will find you all the evidence in the world to see that you, it's not you're not good for this. But I love really to say that we can use everything that happened like. For us, to us, but as a way, really, an opportunity to love ourselves and accept what happened. We don't have to love the experience, you know, and kind of toxic positivity. It happened for a reason. Maybe it was just horrible at that moment, but just now, make a conscious look, like, yeah, choice to look at it as yeah, it made me made me stronger. Now I got familiar with the emotion of embarrassment or insecurity, and then it goes down to the idea, like we talked about, the fact of when you feel this genuine peace and freedom, you know the worst that can happen is an emotion but when you learn how to handle it and process it nothing can really touch you like it's horrible but i think the story we're telling ourselves about what was horrible is even more horrible than the emotion itself
0: if that makes sense so so what i'm hearing is that recognize the emotion tell yourself that it is just a thought and it's not true and then if you still feel if it was true like you know in my situation it was true i did embarrass myself <laughs> you had an emotion yeah <laughs> it's it's an emotion and it's an experience and i learned from it and i don't have to define myself what yeah
1: you what this is i think the cherry on the cake is really to make sure you don't label yourself as a person who cannot do speech because when you are 19 because you know i like the idea of like what would you tell a friend a friend will tell you this experience and you will open your heart and say, of course, it doesn't mean anything about you, about the person that you are, you know. But we are so much nicer with other people than we are with ourselves. So I, the way that I look at it here objectively for you is really like, yeah, and so what? It's amazing you've done this. Now you're on to another experience and it's probably going to be less bad because you already have the first one.
0: <laughs> right, right.
1: It, it's not as bad as before. <laughs> and it has been. Look where it brought you. I think that it's kind of fitting, you know. Right. right. No, but yeah. I get it, it sounds horrible. Yeah.
0: <laughs> well at that time it was horrible. Yeah, yeah. For, for some time it affected the confidence. But I I do think that when you have something really negative experience, then you know you kind of prepared. Okay, what's the worst that could happen? What what's further worse that could happen? So it's whatever is going to happen, happen. And then you know whatever is going to happen, I'm going to deal with it. If it yeah, happens it
1: happens. But the, uh, what you said got excited. But the idea what you said about the worst case scenario is so important because, for example, a presentation. Most of the time, we believe in the value, like what we want to share. You know, in that presentation. So, the worst case scenario is actually people not getting what we want to share with them. So, of course, the worst case for us is uh, we're gonna be embarrassed. And what you said, people will think something about us. But I think if we believe in like what we want to share with what you're doing with all of your podcast, the worst that can happen. And this is why you can redirect your brain from focusing on you and your fears, but on what you give to other people and how much it's going to be helpful. And then it's, you're just on a roll because the worst that can happen is uh, is not helping them, you know, I think. Right.
0: So, so the benefit that you're going to bring to others, you know, focusing on the purpose. Yeah. So we talked about identifying the thought and not believing all the thoughts, identifying the emotions and put it in the perspective, taking the fun perspective and, you know, just go for the
1: adventure. Try yeah. uh, do it. And you said just because, uh, like going on stage or any other practical situation where people feel, you know, I coach a lot on also having an opinion and wanting to share it. People feel judged, you know, and criticized often. I think it's also about looking at it way less seriously. Sometimes people think that they have a problem to solve. You know, the personal development. I love all of this. And at the same time, some people use it sometimes against themselves. Such as I have to do this to improve myself, but you don't like you can't get better just because you choose to but we are already worthy you know i love to give the example of newborns they are born like this they, they like this they don't do anything they did not say anything they did not yeah really do anything and they have so much value into into people's eyes so we are just grown up newborns you know so it's we are Growing worthy newborns that's <laughs> my we don't need to achieve anything to give ourselves permission to believe we're worthy. And again, how do you show up during the day when you believe this that you are worthy? It's a completely yeah. different experience. Right,
0: right, That's right. <laughs> That is wonderful. So yeah, so give us the, your best advice. The best one, really, really.
1: I think it's kind of simple. I think that things we make things very, you know, sophisticated and complicated. I really think it's this: we have sixty thousand thoughts per day. And just take, observe yourself thinking just maybe one or two times during the day. The easiest is to think, to try to connect to the emotion when we feel insecure, self-doubt, stuck, frustrated, all of the funny ones, emotion. And just to try to point that one thought that we're having and just look at it for what it is. It's just a few words next to each other, but we make it mean so much. I would just say this really to not believe everything your brain is telling you and just have fun looking at your thoughts. It's we a credible species, I think.
0: That's wonderful. wonderful. You agree, doctor? (laughs) (laughs) And uh, and so, do you have some exercise that you can do like just before going for an interview, just going before going for an exam or going for a meeting where you have to present something or a speech? Do you have any fast exercises that people could do?
1: Yeah, the first one, like the one that I think on the tip of my tongue, like this, it's ready to sing. Okay, if I want to be like the best, to have self-confident hero and to imagine people that have confidence in that moment, what are they thinking? Just to again, go back to thinking because I believe it's the origin of everything. So just imagine somebody we know, even if it's somebody famous, they are probably confident, even if we think that they're confident and just picture yourself and trying to embody their body and see really what they are thinking and yeah, trying to sort on and see if they help us feel confident. And not also to resist and reject all the other thoughts because I think they're just going to run there and you know what, you resist, persist. So just acknowledge the thoughts that make you feel insecure. But right before making a presentation, talking to someone, I heard a lot on dating, what would somebody that is confident, what would they be thinking, feeling? And then I think it's just, it's a skill to develop. Just like take it one day at a time and we'll get better at this.
0: Wonderful, wonderful. And thank you so much for sharing the gift that you're going to share with our audience. So Temra is going to share a gift called 12 Awesome Ways to Overcome Self-Doubt. So tell us a little bit more about when people get that gift, what are they going to get in it?
1: Yes. So actually, I, uh, I made it short and sweet because I think, you know, we all have, we are really busy, everyone. So it's really like one PDF. No, I think it's two pages, but I made it a bit like pretty. And it's with 12 ways to f- like, really overcome self doubt in the moment, of course, accepting it, but really like overcoming self doubt. And it's exactly what uh, we mentioned. Like I just see, I'm having a look now at it. And the second way is what is the worst case scenario? So it's exactly what we talked about. And yeah, I also wrote, yeah. It doesn't need to be perfect, is the last one I shared also, because we always reach for perfection. But actually, it's like a good dish of pasta. It can be amazingly tasty. It doesn't have to be perfect to be amazing. So, yeah. So, there are a few ways
0: like this. Uh, You can be amazing, even if you're not the tastiest. (laughs) Yes.
1: exactly you know it goes with the idea when people you know are afraid of not being liked I always tell them you can be the juiciest peach ever there are still people that don't like peaches you know so just like you know let people be wrong about you and for this it goes exactly yeah you're right
0: you could be you could be amazing even if you're not perfect
1: yeah and actually you know what will bring us showing up as the most amazing version of ourselves is thinking that we're amazing, you know, which is a practice. But again, you know, it is true when you see somebody that is thinking they are amazing, in a position of somebody that doesn't believe this. The, the the impact in their life, the way they they go to the day-to-day life, and on stage and everything is completely different, you know. Like we have, there are no downsides to believing anything, you know. Everything we believe, we go to bed, we make plans for next week. We don't know we're gonna wake up in the morning, so it just. Right like choose to believe things that there are no downsides, And then people would tell me, I'm going to feel disappointed. And I'm like, so what? You feel disappointed?
0: <laughs> you know?" So so what if somebody is not amazing? I think everybody's amazing. At
1: a different <laughs> level. No, and I'm I tr- generally mean it. <laughs> is it a lie? <laughs> no, but I think in their own way. I think, you know, this is what makes the world so beautiful is that I I don't think I would not get along with everyone. Not everybody will like me, but I do think that I'm amazing because, again, I think also I could I cannot hang out with everybody. So I prefer everybody not to like me because I don't have time to coach everyone. (laughs) (laughs) No, but you see, even this, we can take it lightly, like just it's just for fun. But as long as you think you're amazing, I think I think people will be attracted to, you know feel something.
0: yeah Yeah, the reason i ask this question is because a lot of times people think that they are not amazing Mm. and so i think everybody has some kind of unique yeah within
1: themselves right and And um, i would ask them you know what does amazing look like like who would be a definition of amazing person you know
0: right right yeah so then they have this higher level for they feel like you know this person is amazing but i'm not and so asking this question what is your definition of amazing yeah they help you kind of identify because you are unique within yourself
1: Yeah, for sure. And it's funny you mentioned this. I think I would also ask people, like, give me an example of somebody you think they're amazing. And, you know, people sometimes feel like they are stuck in kind of a personality. But I'm like this. But I think every day we can choose who we want to become. If amazing means being more open-minded, what's stopping us from being more open-minded? You know, no matter the definition of uh, amazing. I think, again, it doesn't have to be too
0: serious. Like, what, you know? Yeah. And then they would say, oh, I've, I've never been like that. And so like you said, what's stopping you from becoming amazing, you know, your your own definition of amazing. And and people think like it's either black or white, like either mm-hmm. you are confident or you are not. Or you are amazing or you are not. But then there's a lot of gray line, right? So you oh, sure. could of, of being the best version of yourself. But you could be here or here or here, but still your best version in this moment.
1: Yeah. And it's so good you mentioned this because, you know, Beth, that, you know, it's a cognitive bias to be, to have black and white. I think the brain just wants to make shortcuts. It cannot reinvent the wheel every day. So it is going to think that to be good enough, you need this, 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 all the list. But I uh, totally agree with you that there there is a gray zone. You can be 1% more confident today just by believing that this makes you good enough today. It doesn't have to look like the list of amazing, you know, just one Mindful. thing is already, you know, just one step at a time. Also, not to take it too, too hard on
0: yourself, you know. Wonderful. Wonderful. All right. So if people want to learn more about your amazing tips <laughs> and be more Not everyone. how can they reach you?
1: Yes, for sure. So you can look uh, at like for me, for my website. So it's personal-development-zone.com. And there, yeah, you have, actually I shared 17 random facts about me. It looks like it's the page that people love to visit (laughs) the most. And yeah, and I share like things that to help people already feel more confident instantly.
0: Wonderful, wonderful. Thank you. And then if our audience wants the gift of 12 awesome ways to overcome self-doubt, you can go to our website, uh, happyandhealthymind.com and check the resources. And we have stored all the gifts from our wonderful guest over there so you can get this gift and tell me one thing that you really liked about all the all the tips that uh, tamra shared today please share it in the comments and if you feel like you got the value please like subscribe and share so more people can get benefit and live their best life so let me leave you guys with one question today is the first day of the rest of your life what are you going to choose are you going to continue to allow these thoughts that may be directing you to leave or not avail the opportunities that are presented because you feel like you're not good enough, or you're going to utilize some of the tips that you learned today, overcome that self doubt, accept yourself amazing as you are. And so you can give the world the best you have to offer. On that note, stay safe, happy, and healthy. Until next time, Dr. Rosina. And thank you, Tamra, for joining us today. Thank you so much.